And I'm Kimberly. And welcome to the February 16th edition of Fresh Prayer, where we seek the peace of God as we pray the heart of God over all of our many needs that we have. This evening, Kimberly is going to be sharing some things with you, but if you haven't yet shared your prayer requests, we would encourage you to phone them in. You can phone them in uh, at 716-483-3331. Correct. Or you can send them in at prayer at hillcrestjamestown.com. Email them. Or you can send them in with the Church mm -hmm. Center app. So we do encourage you to send your prayer requests in. We would love to pray over those with you and for you. So this evening, Kimberly's going to share with us a little bit. So this is the week of love. All of us, um, sometime or another this week, will celebrate some aspect of Valentine's Day, I'm sure. Um, my granddaughter Katie's party isn't until Friday, and my other granddaughters and other grandchildren's parties were on Valentine's Day. So um, we're just going to call it the week of love, and I thought it would be really um, wonderful to talk about who St. Valentine was mm -hmm. And, and the historic events that happened during his lifetime that caused us 1,700 years later mm. um, wow. to still celebrate St. Valentine's Day. So if you want to go back with me just for a little while, Kathy, and the rest of you, we're going to go back to the year 300 A.D. Think about it. That's pretty early in history, but that's when Valentine um, lived. He was a priest, and um, he lived in Rome, and this was the time where Claudius was emperor of, of, of the Roman Empire. And if you recall in history, this was a time that the Roman Empire was trying to consume all other empires. And they were at war with every nation and empire around them. And so Claudius sent out a decree that um, no one could marry and no one could engage. Uh, if they were involved in an engagement or married, that meant their... Um, interests were at home with their wives with their families and he wanted men that were going to fight for the empire no matter what the cost so it became law can you imagine that can you imagine that kathy that that you know one of the basic foundations of society was now taken away well valentine was a, a roman catholic priest and he believed in the sacraments of the Catholic Church, but he also believed in the foundation of society being the family and marriage. Mm -hmm. So he secretly snuck people into his home. He met people in caves, in wooded areas, to marry them before God and under the authority of God. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't long before he was caught and he was sentenced to death. And so back in those days, you probably remember this from... Uh, reading about Paul, he was often imprisoned in a, a bondsman's home mm -hmm. instead of in like a prison like we would know it today. Mm -hmm. And the home that the bondsman's home that he was in, um, while he was waiting for his death sentence to be carried out, had a daughter who was blind. Mm -hmm. And the blind girl would come to where he was chained and speak to him on a daily basis. And he began to pray for her. And he asked God for a supernatural gift of healing. And through his chains, he was able to lay hands on her and heal her from her blindness. Wow. And um, it's quite remarkable, really. It's, yeah. a, it's a, You should look it up, folks, because it's a really interesting story and very moving. Yeah. Well, the family was so grateful and so awestruck 
by what God did for their daughter, who had been blind since birth, that they committed their lives to Christ mm -hmm. and accepted him as personal Savior and committed all of them, all of their other children, mother, father, grandparents, the whole family nucleus had converted to Christianity. Wow. Well, the news spread of this quite quickly, and it, ex it, it made um, his uh, execution date move much quicker. And the night before he was to be executed, um, he wrote a letter to this young girl yeah. that she could now read and hold herself. Isn't wow. that amazing? Yeah. And he signed it, Love Your Valentine. Wow. And so that's one of the reasons yeah. why we send Valentines to people that say, love your Valentine. Yeah. It's the last written word that he had written. He had also written several other letters during his time of imprisonment yeah. to people that he had married to encourage them to stay yeah. faithful to the vows that they had made and things like that. Yeah. And they, he signed them all, love your Valentine. Yeah. Beautiful. It's a little different so, than the, the little Cupid stories that we Oh, know. yeah. Yeah, the much, much, much different. So I'm going to move on a little bit. And anyway, the day that he was executed, he was taken out. They, they beat him with clubs, and he did not die. Hmm. Then they stoned him, and he did not die. Hmm. So they beheaded him, and he finally succumbed to death. Hmm. But the whole time, he pronounced the love of Christ and begged those who were witnessing to stay firm hmm and their belief of Christ mm. and the love that he gave, that gave him the authority to marry mm. and, and to heal, actually. Mm. Wow. So I want to read this a little bit. I can't say this as well as it's written, so I'm going to read it to you. Can you imagine this kind of love that burned in the heart of this man? Although he knew the consequences of marrying couples against the law, he knew it was right in the sight of God. Despite the fact that he was about to die, he showed the love of God by healing and bringing faith to a family that held him in prison. He put aside all his fears and doubts and took a stand for love. Mm. This is what Valentine's Day is all about, sacrificial love. Maybe we don't have someone special in our life right now, or maybe we do. But the Lord is the author of love and is always near to us, showering us with his love and waiting patiently to be loved by us. Can you imagine? He's waiting for us to love him back. Mm. Praise God, what a true lover. This is the love that we celebrate today. Whatever your situation may be, the Lord is the lover of your soul and longs to hear you say that you love him. Forget what the world says about this day and what it should be about, expensive dates and sensualized relationships. Mm. And remember the love that led Jesus Christ to the cross mm -hmm. because he would rather die than live without you. Mm -hmm. St. Valentine shows us through his martyrdom that real love is about sacrifice, that although believing in true love is hard, especially when the world tells us to settle for things less than love, true love is worth fighting for. May we also fight, as St. Valentine did so many years ago, mm -hmm. for a life that's true authentic love no more settling let's just dive head first into the love mm -hmm. that the lord constantly and freely gives to us that we may in return love him back for all he has done for us Amen. i love that when i've done a little bit of research on looking it up not only him but several saints saint patrick and mm -hmm. maybe we'll get a chance to share that one someday <laughs> but um it's a wonderful thing to know. And I just wanted to share one more thing before we go in prayer. I hope this will lead your heart 
in preparation for prayer. But when I was, oh, I don't know, 13 or 14, so we're talking over 50 years ago, I learned a song um, called I Looked for Love. And I'm not going to sing it for you, so don't get worried and covered your ears. <laughs> but I am going to recite the lyrics for you. I looked for love in a friendly face so true. I looked for love in a creed I once knew. But my friend just called me friend and said, I'm searching too. And the creed only told me what I couldn't do. I looked for love in a red rose so small. I looked for love in a green tree so tall. But the red rose had its thorns and the green tree was a cross. And my searching for love was a total loss. Mm -hmm. Then one day I heard a story of a love like I've never known, how God gave his son to save me and wanted me for his own. And now I know what it means to belong, not lost in a crowd swept along by the throng, but to him who gave his life every longing to fulfill. And I know that he loves me and he always will. Yes, I know that he loves me and you, and he always will. Let's, let's pray, Kathy. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> Father God, sometimes there are just no words mm -hmm. that we can give back to you to thank you for all you've done for us for the love that is so much more than we could have ever hoped for in anything in this world. Yes, Lord, thank Father, you. there are so many who are looking for love in so many places and in so many things and in so many people. Yes. And Father, you are the creator, the author of real love, and we just want to worship you right now. Thank you, Father. Father, we just thank you that you loved us enough to send your son. Thank you, Father. And that you loved us enough to pursue us. Father, thank you for just pursuing us and for that love that is constantly ours. And Father, I just am always thinking about the verse in Zephaniah 3.17 where you sing over us. Yes. And, and you hold us and we rest in your love. So Father, tonight that's where we are, resting in your love. And we just want to praise you and thank you for it. There are so many things around us that are so confusing and so dark and so evil. But God, we know that we are forever held in your loving arms. Thank you, God, for that. So, Father, we just want to bring to you tonight so many of these requests. And first of all, I want to pray for Hillcrest, that you would continue to use this church in mighty and powerful ways. Yes. Father, for each one of our pastors, that you would hedge them in. Father, that you would just place the blood of Jesus over them, shield them against the attacks of the evil one, as he would seek to discourage or to in any way cause any kind of um, just distraction. Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would bind the evil one in the leadership of this church. I pray specifically for Pastor Mark, for Pastor Dan, for yes. Pastor Steve, yes. for Pastor John, 
and for Pastor Ben, Father, for each of their marriages, for their families, yes, for their very homes, yes. their properties, every bit of their lives, God, that you would just hedge them in and protect them, that they would be able to minister in powerful ways in this church. Father, just thank you for them, and I pray that we would be faithful in remembering to lift them up every day in prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, there's so many things that are going on in our world around us now that seem to speak against love, against you being a loving God or against love in general, um, the author of our love. And Father, we just ask that you um, help us to focus not on what the world shows us around us, but on you. And Father, when we're going through difficult times as many of these requests are. Um, Father, help us to remember that you hold our tears in a bottle, that our tears are precious to you, that, um, that you love us so very much and that you are aware of the suffering that we're going through. Father, so many are hurting with physical ailments. I, I'm thinking of Pam Merrill now uh, with a couple broken bones in her legs. And Father, the healing process, when you get to that age, well, at any age, really, the healing process is difficult. And we ask, Father, that you be with her, that you encourage her, that you be with Dawn and, and help him to embrace uh, Pam's needs. And, Father, you bring rapid healing, quick healing to her and comfort. Most of all, Father, we ask that you help her to know and sense your presence with her. And for Tony Flint as well, who's recovering um, and Father, it doesn't look like things are healing properly, but you are the master physician and you can knit those bones together regardless of what x-rays show or what doctors believe. You can do it. And we thank you and we praise you for that. Father God, we come to you now on behalf of Kathy Seberg, Ron's wife. God, I just pray that you would um, help her through this time of, of pain and as she has broken three ribs and has a punctured lung. And Father, I know that is so painful. Father, minister to her physically, but I pray even more than that, that you would minister to her spirit and that you would draw her heart to your own. And Father, that she would find in you the peace and the comfort that you have available to her. Be with Ron as he looks to minister to his wife. I pray that you will give him just the grace and the mercy that he needs. And Father, I'm praying, I'm thinking right now of Faith Gibbons' mother who has had a brain aneurysm. And Father, I pray first and foremost that you would draw her heart to yourself, that she would, um, that she would turn to you as her savior. And then Father, would you just touch her, her body, her brain, and bring healing to it. Yes, Lord. I pray for Faith and Zach during this time, that you would give them peace and that you would give them opportunities to minister that peace to their mom. Father, I thank you that we, as we talked about tonight, people will know we are Christians by our love. Yes. And I pray that we will have just an abundance of love as there are so many hurting people around us. And I pray, Father, that people would see that, that we would minister to them, that we would be the hands and feet of Jesus to so many, and that they would just sense in us the love that comes from your son, Jesus. And we just thank you for that. 
Father, I think of Bob and Jean Beach's friend um, mm -hmm. and the son of his friend. Um, mm -hmm. This young man, his name is Blair. Yes. God, I just pray again for a, a, someone who has been admitted to the hospital with serious brain infections. It's gone to his spine. Father, so many of these things that are happening, we just pray, Father, that you would just touch, that you would heal. We know that you are able and willing to heal. And so we just call on you now in the name of Jesus to touch this man yes, and to bring him to complete healing. Yes, Lord. Father, I think of Pastor Veloja and his prayer request to us. First of all, on behalf of his parents who have contracted a very serious form of COVID. God, bring healing to them. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that yes, you would just Lord. deliver them Jesus from this COVID and that you would bring them back to strength. Be with Pastor Veloja as he has yet another thing to worry about in his already just, just chaotic life there in the Ukraine. Yes, Father, I pray that you would protect him, that your Holy Spirit would minister to him. And Father, as he described, life is f so fragile there. And I don't even know exactly what that means. We have never experienced that. Right, right. But God, we know life is fragile always. But Father, these people are suffering so greatly because of the war in their country. Yes. And so, Father, I just pray that you would minister to them as only you can. That you would just miraculously intervene and that you would just step in and bring opportunities for people to be, to be brought to you. Father, that is our biggest heart cry, that many would come to you. That you would continue to be with the ministries of this church, um, the Kolendega um, Baptist Church there in the Ukraine. Father, that you would just continue to bless their ministries. Yes, Lord. And Jesus be with name. them, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, our hearts turn towards those who may not experience or know your love. I'm thinking of a, a young man who, um, I, whether or not he walks with you, I don't know, but he's fathering children alone and has fallen on difficult times. And Father, you know the needs. You know the physical needs. You know the spiritual needs. You know um, the health needs. Uh, Father, we just ask that you move in this young man's life and in the life of his three young children. And Father, um, we know that you came for everyone, for kings and queens and the lost and lonely. So Father, we just ask, there's many, Father, in our midst, many, um, that walk this world not sure that you're even there, much less that you love them. And so, Father, we ask right now that you meet their needs, their financial needs, their material needs, and then by doing this, they know your love. They sense that these are not coming from human hands or even human hearts, but straight from the heart of God to theirs. We pray these things in the name of Jesus for them. Yes. And Father, I thank you for this prayer request that has come in from Allison Lundmark, that she and her children and her husband would know, love, and obey God's word for her marriage, that her husband would come back to the Lord, 
that they would see your guidance in life decisions. Father, I thank you that their two children are in our Outbound Youth group, that they were there at the winter retreat this past weekend, along with their friend Austin. Father, I just thank you that those children have become part of the youth group, that they are hearing the words of uh, your words, that they are being led by your spirit. Father, I thank you for the weekend retreat that we had. I thank you for the message of that retreat, that your word should be the test of everything, every decision that we make. And I do pray that each one of those over 200 youth who were at that retreat, yes, Father, Lord. that you would continue to to remind them of that, that your Holy Spirit would continue to, to speak that truth into their hearts as they face a really ugly world around them. But I want to pray specifically for Allison, and I just thank you, God, for this heart cry that she has. And I know that you will honor that. So in the name of Jesus, we call on you now to honor her request that her husband would be delivered from depression and that he would be brought back to you. Father, I know there are many struggling with depression, even in our congregation. So, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would bring healing to them, that you would break down the strongholds that Satan has erected in their spirits and in their minds and in their hearts. And whatever it is that has caused this depression, whether it be physical, whether it be spiritual, emotional, whatever it is, Father, in the name of Jesus, would you bring healing to those who are struggling with depression even now for those who are held in bondage to addiction whatever that addiction would be whether it be a chemical or lifestyle or anything father i just pray in the name of jesus that you would break that bondage and that we would have the true freedom that we can have through jesus christ you have come to give us life and to give it to us abundantly and we want that abundant life we pray that on behalf of our church family right now yes in the name of jesus and Father, my mind um, comes specifically to the family of a young man named Mark who lost his life um, due to an overdose from relapsing. Uh, Father, we just ask that you be with the family members as they pick up the pieces, Father. Instead of um, turning their hearts cold towards you, we ask that they run toward you. And that, Father, that they embrace you as their help and their way out of this misery. Father, we just ask that you bring comfort in a supernatural way that only you can do in a circumstance like this. Father, be with all their friends and all their families and others that have similar stories to tell that have gone through or are going through these things right now. Mm -hmm. Father, our hearts um, turn towards those who are afar off in foreign countries right now. Things are getting heated all over the world. Turkey is a mess. We ask that you be with those people there that are, they have made it through the earthquake, that are, that have been found, that are recovering. But Father, everything that they have is gone. Other family members, their homes, clothing, fortunes, fame, it's all gone. And Father, they have nowhere to look but up. Father, we just ask that you be with them send godly men and women to point them in the direction of the one true God that can heal and can save. Father, we just ask to be with their government that you help them recover from such a horrific tragedy and that uh, you walk in the midst of those who are there trying to help. 
and father the tensions are growing great between Russia and China and America and the United States and father we just ask it looks like on every hand there are rumors of wars and earthquakes in diverse places that the end is at hand but we're not the first generation to believe that to be so although I personally believe as you know Lord that I will not see death I will see your coming and father I just ask father that you those that we pass on the street people we run into in a grocery store or post office give us opportunities in this late hour father to speak to those who are lost to say the right words to intervene when we should to not turn people away but compel them father to come in to come in to your family in jesus name and father we think of our own family members um, b and l as they're there in turkey Yes. Father, I just pray your hand upon them. Continue to use them in mighty ways. Thank you that they have had opportunities to speak one-on-one -on -one with so many people. Yes, Lord. But I pray specifically for those people right now, for Donnie and for Mary. Mary. Yes. God, would you just use um, these two servants of yours to continue to show them of the one true God. Yes. And Father, I think of our precious Naomi in her country. Yes. And how you have used her in such mighty ways. Thank Father, you, continue Lord. to use her. Continue Bless that to church. grow that church. I pray that you will make many opportunities because they are so hungry for you. And we just are so in awe of that. Thank you. Father. That they will do anything just to hear your word. I thank you that they have become a part of our our own family here. And I thank you that Pastor Mark's messages are able to go to them. Yes, thank you, And I you, pray Lord. that you would continue to use those very words, those messages, in such powerful ways, Father. Just thank you for that miraculous gift, that ministry that you have allowed us to be a part of. And I pray that we here at Hillcrest Jamestown would have that same passion. Yes. For those who, who will give it all up for you. And Father, I want to go back to Amy Beach's mom and dad. Yes. Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would bless her father as he has had um, a, an aneurysm um, or something in his brain, God, that you would just bring healing to him. And I pray for Amy's mom who is struggling with COVID. So many people now struggling with COVID right. again. I pray for my brother-in-law, John. I pray your hand upon them, that you would bring them through this, and that they would not have residual effects from this COVID, but that you would just, in the name of Jesus, bring an end to this. Father, yes, bring healing. I pray for many who are struggling right now with so many physical needs. God, keep us healthy, but most of all, help us to know that we are dependent on you for our very breath. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you are our breath, and we worship you and praise you for that. In Jesus' name. Father, one, one last thing. Uh... The call on the, the little uh, reading that I did said, um, let us give cause to thank you and praise you personally for the love that you have shown us in the things that you have done for us. And Father, I could take an hour to list the things that if you've done for me in this past year, even in the last six, three months. And Father, I do love you and I praise you. And I thank you so wholeheartedly for every blessing that you have brought our way. And Father, I'm going to say that I praise you for the hard times as well. 
Because in those hard times, you have proven yourself again and again faithful. And without those times, I'm not sure how close my walk would be with you. So I thank you and I praise you and I do love you. And thank you for loving me. And Father, um, we think right now of Karen uh, Soderberg and her request on behalf of her brother, Daryl. Father, I thank you that he has decided to start reading your word. Thank you, Lord. And your word is powerful. Yep. And so we just pray that you would take that word and that you would open his eyes to the truth of who you are, that he would find salvation in you. I pray for their son, David. Yes. That you would bring healing to him in the name of Jesus. That you would deliver him, Father. Be with Karen and Pastor Dan as they minister to so many family members and in so many other ways. And Father, there are others, undoubtedly, that we have not prayed for. So right now, we'll just, in our hearts, quietly pray for those needs that we have. Father, as we close, I just want to thank you for the revival that we are hearing about on the campus of Asbury University in Kentucky. Father, thank you so much. Father, would you just raise up a generation? Yes, Lord. Would you just send your Holy Spirit to bring revival fire to that, continue in that campus, to other campuses, and to every part of these United States? Father, may our churches be revived. I pray, God, we have prayed so long for revival, and we are so desperate for you. So we just call out now in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would do a work in your church, in your people, that we would turn to you, Father, that this nation would be changed. Father, we know that the end is near, as Kimberly has prayed, but we will not back down. We will pray until the end. Yes. And so we continue to pray. Father, thank you for hearing each one of these prayers. And I pray that you will be glorified in each and every one of them. And we pray each, every bit of this in the powerful and holy name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So thanks for joining us tonight. And we hope that you'll join us in church. Yes. Sunday, 845 is Kimberly's favorite. It is. The traditional service. And at 8.45 and 11 are my two favorites. (laughs) 11 o'clock is the contemporary service. And then we have Hillcrest University, our Sunday school classes between those two. Yes. We also have Discovery Town for children. Yes. uh, Grade ages four through grade six, something like that. (laughs) <laughs> and we have so many other opportunities. So um, check us out if you haven't already on our brand new webpage, hillcrestjamestown.com. It's yep. really a nice website. Very nice. So thanks for joining us and have a great evening. God Good bless. Night. Thank you. Mm-hmm.